Hello everyone. Hi guys. My name is Chris Parker and I'm joined here by Michael Fletcher and together we are Modern Gistory. And before we venture too deeply into the quagmire, the swamp, the deep abyss that is podcast land, we thought we would just take a few minutes just to tell you a little bit about who we are, what Modern Gistory actually is, and why we started Modern Gistory. First things first, I'm a, a high school history teacher. Are and you? I, I am. Nice. I am. Well, I try to be. I try to be. But not all of my students... Uh, allow me to teach. I mean, you would know. Yeah. You know, what was it? What year did you graduate from my classroom? Was it 2017? Yeah, it was, most definitely. So I, th- I know you from, from high school, my former teacher. Yeah, <clears throat> and I remember those days. If I recall, your class had a particular interest in Rasputin. Yes. Well, an aspect of it. Oh, anyway. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I remember Rasputin. editing that video. Yeah, that was a crazy video. I don't even remember what grade I gave you for that, but it was more than you deserved. Yeah. So yeah, try to be a history teacher, and uh, and I have been long passionate about history ever since I was a little guy. In fact, I'll tell you a funny story, and this is a story you don't know about me. Yeah. When I was in grade eleven in high school, mm-hmm. my class was going on an excursion to do an archaeological dig. Uh, it was all set up. They bury like bones and stuff. Right? Yeah, human or yeah, I doubt it. I mean, it's think dinosaurs. Yes, that oh, would tell okay. us. Anyway, so we, we went on this archaeological dig to this small country town, and um, and I dressed up for this excursion as Howard Carter. Do you know who that is? No. Howard Carter is the chap who discovered Tutankhamun's grave, right? So think think yeah. big safari pith helmet. I had short shorts with knee high socks, etc., and so forth. And my teacher. Uh, I won't reveal her name just in case she hates being mentioned on a podcast, is uh, Miss L. So Miss L uh, said nothing all day, and I was kind of disappointed. Like, mm. I thought that Were you she... the only person that dressed up? Or... Yes. Oh, okay. So, yes, bit of an idiot, bit of an idiot. And bit I can't an look. I was probably a mixture of both being an enthusiast and just taking the piss, right? So anyway, we go on this, this excursion, and the teacher says nothing. When we get back, it's nighttime. We're getting off the bus, and Miss L grabs me. Well, she doesn't physically grab me, but she pulls me aside, and she says... I have never been more embarrassed in my entire professional life. And you will no longer be a part of our ancient history class. I'm not lying. You got kicked out. I got kicked kicked out of ancient history. What the? And so anyway, every time then on the timeline that the class had ancient history, I had to go down and sit in the deputy principal's office and do modern, I mean, do ancient history. Surely not for being passionate. (laughs) Or did you think you were taking the piss? That's what I thought. I thought here I was, this aspiring little dude who was prepared to look like an absolute moron going on a history excursion because he loved history. Wow. Anyway, it was agreed after a long negotiation and a series of apology letters, Miss L let me back into ancient history, but it was on conditions. My conditions were mm. I had to sit in the front row okay. away from everyone. Yeah. I was allowed three questions a lesson. What? Were you asking the most questions? Yeah. So oh, okay. I, and I, and I, wasn't in, I wasn't asking irrelevant questions. Like I was dead set asking these questions about history. So that gives you an insight of, as to the kind of person I was going back, but I have been yeah. mad about history as long as I can remember. <laughs> So that's combining that with my my uh, passion for teaching, I guess, is kind of give you some clues as to where we are now with Monjistry. But enough about me. Yeah. Let's talk about you. Hi, guys. I'm Michael. So pretty much I produce and edit the videos for Monjistry here and run the socials. So I'm more mainly on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok for the accounts. Um, I upload the highlight reels and I edit the little snippets and... Make the memes. Make the memes on Photoshop, things like that. Um, so how I know Parker here is I used to be his former student um, back in the day, in my high school days. 
So when you were in when you were in modern history, yeah, what was your favorite thing that you remember studying? I think my favorite my favorite topic we we studied about was probably the civil rights movement. Mm. Um, mostly because it was it was mostly in my parents' time, which interests me quite a bit. The fact that it wasn't that long ago when all these regulations and it's crazy, like we're living it's living memory. Yeah, and it's so it's such a crazy thing for for kids these days to go hang on a tick. Within my grandparents' lifetime, yeah, it's, people it's, were literally not allowed to vote. Yeah, it's or, less than a lifetime. Participate in equal yeah. schooling in a country that we, in many ways, idolise and aspire to be. Yeah, and and it's also because I'm I'm probably quite influenced by by America too, and I find them quite close to Australia. So it probably it probably sparked quite an interest in my mind during that time. There was a kid in your class because you graduated 2017. Yeah, right? that's correct. There, yeah, there yeah. was a kid in your class who used to do, if I recall correctly. Who used to do a Velociraptor impression? Oh, do you remember that? And, and yeah. he got it. He got it from Friends. Yeah, and it was like guy. Ross Geller's Velociraptor impression. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, that was that was your favorite moment of. Oh my god, of year eleven and twelve, I think. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't know how you guys learned anything in that class. Yeah. Between that class was a bit of a mess around, but. Most of us. What the hell? Whoa, that's that's no, like, not no, on your no, behalf. You are, it was you are, more on the students' behalf. I would but say. But I think that was indicative of just about any class. And I think that history yeah. is one of those beautiful subjects that you, you, everyone can find something in it that they find both funny, shocking, whatever. There's, yeah. It literally. Uh, it's not like it's not like the sciences or the maths. Okay, mm. where science and math, you you don't quite get to have that that emotional connection yeah. to the content. The emotion I mean, is what, what what sort of engulfed me in modern history during mm. high school. So first class I remember Parker was up 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 at the front and he was he was actually debating whether or not baby Hitler was um was dangerous or if he was a villain. Did that did that actually happen? Yeah. Well Did I really? I remember my first ever class. Yeah. That sounds like something I would never do. <laughs> what Are you was being the... sarcastic? <laughs> it's, it does not sound. No, I, I remember you sound... saying. I remember you talking about baby Hitler, and you pretty much asked the question to the class: If um, would you kill baby Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that dark. The... You you pretty much just asked if um, due to the way he was raised, this this played a role. This played a toll on on on, on how he affected the oh, world shit. later on. Yeah, and it just I think I think that just portrays the emotion that comes in, and also the the, the social. The social aspect of history, which 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 I really in, enjoy. Yeah, I think that's probably leads us on to the next question, which is why did we start modern history? And mm-hmm. and I think that is because, like I said, I've been passionate about history for much of my life, and and I think that that passion comes from the fact that I've been able to connect to it. Yeah, and and I think that most people, if they are learning and studying history in the right way, more importantly, if people are teaching it the right way. Yeah, I think I think it comes down to the teacher a lot of the time because well, I'm sure if I, I'm sure if I learned modern history from someone else and it was more statistic based and then why would I learn it? The emotion yeah. is what 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 sparks the interest in the students. So well, history's been described as a tapestry before, but I much of it like I mean even that I don't think is a very a very accurate representation of what history is. While it's tapestry like, imagine every thread on that tapestry is made by an electric wire. And that's mm. being pulsed at a different, at a different charge and a different level, and so it's it's literally this alive, energetic thing. And like I said before, it's very difficult. I'm not saying that it can't be done, but people would find it, I imagine, quite difficult to connect emotionally to mathematics. Yeah, 
I'm sure that there are they, people they who do it. They can connect to the idols of mathematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's, but that's that's but that's history. Yeah, they're exactly. connecting literally. <laughs> they're connecting literally to the historical character. Yeah. So the whole point behind creating modern history, I think, was, and I did that a year ago, mm. was to remind learners and teachers that this is such an emotional, hilarious, ugly, and beautiful thing to study and to learn and it's worth learning and I think that by creating modern history the the idea was to make it seem human the strange thing is I kind of question myself how is it hard to teach history when it's so emotional that's a great question yeah what what, how is is it so hard it's laziness right I don't think it's laziness I think that in if there are teachers out there who are not making history an interesting subject it's not because they're not trying I think they are I think the problem is is that they may be finding it difficult to relate to their audience. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. It's And again, that's a question that I think every teacher has no right to answer on behalf of yeah. others. Yeah, exactly. Like there are yeah. people who would think that I'm a rubbish teacher. and, and But yeah. okay. until you've been in their classroom, until you've seen their thing, it would be difficult. I think that sometimes when it comes to being a history teacher, the only person who can tell you where you're going wrong is you. Yeah. And I think that in my career, every time I've had a class, one of the main, one of the most important things that I've done is to engage with this, the audience and ask the students, what do you want? Like, these are the things we have to do, yeah. but how do you want me to do them? Yeah. Do you want to... Do you're, you, you're flexible and you cater to your audience pretty much. Oh, you've got to. Yeah. You've got to. What's the point? Yeah. You know, what's the point in doing the job if your audience isn't watching? You mm. know, so that's, I think, so, so in a nutshell, to give you the gist of it... Um, Wink, wink. <laughs> modern, modern history was created to reignite or to ignite a passion for history and to remind everyone of just how human it is and how worthy of study it is. And another thing about that, another thing about I put off doing this podcast, I put off doing you, I put off creating modern history for so long because I thought to myself, there is no way that I'm qualified enough. No one's going to listen to this idiot, yeah. right? Who's going to listen to this moron who only has a degree? In, in, in history and then has a diploma in teaching. Who is going to listen to this more? And when you've got some really highly educated, brilliant people out there, I have no right to do it. And then suddenly it occurred to me, Herodotus, have you heard of him, right? Yeah, I think from... from Ancient Greece, considered yeah. the father of history. Now, he's the guy basically who wrote a journal and just wrote down everything that he saw. But here's the problem. He didn't. He just wrote down whatever he thought. <laughs> he literally, he be, like, uh, he, I'm sure he went some places and he saw some stuff, but Herodotus has since been, it's been understood that he didn't go to half the places he said he visited. He just wrote assumptions based on what he'd heard second, third hand yeah. along the way. And I thought, if this is what we consider history, then it's just gossip. Yeah, History's just gossip. But then there's a difference, and I need to be clear about this. There is a difference between history and being a historian as such as an archaeologist. A historian yeah. has, talking about history is fine. Anyone can do that. And that's why I decided to do this. But to be an actual historian or an archaeologist, you're required to work with evidence. And that's what, the, like, in this sense, running this podcast or this YouTube channel has been made easy because of those people. They've done so much incredible research and depth uh, that we that we can just have discussions about stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't have to try to prove it. So that about sums up what I'm doing here. Like, you know, passionate kid yeah. turned history teacher starts a little program here to keep kids interested and to keep teachers passionate. Yeah. You know, that's what this is all about. But in all seriousness, Fletcher, yeah, what you, you reached out to me 
I love I love the concept of monastery, and I, I I really love history, mostly around fifty to hundred years ago. So so, so think definitely modern. And my parents, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so really modern history. I, I've always wanted to make content, mm. which actually teaches people something. Yeah. So so pretty much, I just want to use the skills that I've already got. Um, I've been editing for seven years or so it's just i haven't i I don't know how you do it like it is so such a mind-numbing process yeah well i love it i i honestly love editing it's just the thing is i i haven't been consistent with one idea for for a good period of time and that that's why i think something it it hasn't actually taken off so this is it because yeah and yeah most definitely and another really important part of the editing process and the producing process is i want to make the content relatable to the viewer so through awesome. through comedy and, and memes yeah. and relatable current social situations and politics and, and history today. And you, yeah, and you're going to be running that social media side of us as well, which yeah. means that, I mean, and yeah. so much of modern history is dependent on the viewer and the listener and the watcher, yeah. whatever whatever these, whatever you are to modern history. Like we, we love it when you guys engage. I mean, when you post comments or ask questions or oh, participate in quizzes, yeah. that that's guides. That's the best part. That, that, that's the reason. Yeah. We want to create dialogue. Um, I think another subject that works so well with history is, I guess, debating. And, and, and conversation. Yeah, conversation. They, yeah. they worked hand in hand. So I think the more comments, the better. The, the more engagement, the better. We want to create a space where... Anyone with any interest in any argument in history can come and talk about it. That's so what this space is for. Yeah. It's so what this space is for. It's not about promoting you or me. No. It's not even about promoting Napoleon Bonaparte. It's about promoting people who just are passionate about history. And and people who want to find a conversation that isn't out there. Yeah. We we plan to release podcasts fairly regularly. And, you know, Michael's taking over... The Instagram pages and the and the TikToks and that kind of stuff. So so, absolutely get on get on it, guys. Like subscribe to us wherever you have your socials or, or get your podcasts because we'll be coming to you regularly. Yeah, and consistency is key for us. So. Yeah. Alrighty, that's the, that's the gist. <laughs> that is the gist of modern history. So gist. hang ten, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye bye. All right, so look, if you found this podcast just a little bit boring because it was just two guys sitting behind a microphone talking about why they started a podcast, then I'd completely understand that. But don't let that put you off because future modern gistery podcasts are going to be so much more interesting. We just wanted to take a minute to explain why it is we're doing what we're doing and exactly what modern gistery is all about. And now that that's done, you can expect all future modern gistery podcasts to be far more interesting. So stick around and stay excited because this is only the beginning. So hit that subscribe button, follow us on the socials to stay up to date. And thanks again for listening. Catch you next time.